Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to another episode of The Neighborhood GM. Today's topic is going to be something a little bit different. To pay or not to pay? That is the question. I am here with George Eduardo and myself, Lloyd Gilbert. All right, George, who are we going to start off with today? Let's go ahead and start off with everyone's favorite, Dak Prescott. The man of the media. Everybody's been talking. The second coming of Tom Brady? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay, Skip. We hear you, buddy. <laughs> so first, let's knock it off with what is his contract right now? We already know it's been in the media. Contract extension's coming up. So as of right now, this year, he's getting paid shy over two mil. What do you think his contract's going to look like? We just saw Russell Wilson get paid. There he did. I'm guessing that it's going to be a little more than that, especially if... Jerry Jones is going by his 1990s model of paying people. He's going to get roughly around 30, 32 million a year. Damn. Let's be honest here. You got other guys in that team that are coming up on contracts as well. You got Elliot coming up right now. He's finishing up his rookie deal, but he's still going to need to get paid. He's getting paid almost 4 mil right now. And he does not strike me as that type of guy who's going to want to not get paid. I think he's going to want to get paid just like everybody else. Well, the thing with Zeke's contract is that, you know, he still has two years left. Dak, he needs to get paid this year. Sure. They're going to pick up Zeke's fifth-year option, and they'll be fine with that. They're going to pay him, what, $9 million? About that, you know? yeah. So for them to actually get a deal done with Zeke, they can seriously wait and do the Le'Veon Bell thing, where they just run him to the ground and decide if they want to you know, resign them or not. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't even think about that, especially with the fact that how many backs did they pick up in the draft this year? They picked up two. Like, kind of makes you question what their what their intentions are. Yeah, I mean, but the one the one back from Memphis, I think they're going to use him as a, like a scat back, the way they used uh, Coleman from the uh, Falcons. So I don't think he's going to be much of a threat for Zeke. They're just going to run him almost 200 times and then say, dude. all right, bye. So you're talking basically another DeMarco Murray type of situation going on. Oh yeah, easily, easily. They're gonna they're gonna protect Dak Prescott as much as they can and they're gonna they have to develop Dak Prescott as much as they can too. So that means less throwing but more accurate. Yeah, so they want him to, you know, gain that confidence in order to justify paying him that much money. Well, I mean, that goes the shoot that goes into the next deal when it comes to Cooper. Cooper's going to be a, an FA too. I mean, you, you, I don't really think you can pay both of them top tier money, especially after you just paid De, uh, Demarcus Lawrence 105 million with the 65 mil guaranteed um, stipend. Yeah, the Amari Cooper situation is actually kind of interesting because he's already said he's not taking a pay cut. He wants to get paid. So for me, it's like, dude, you got to pick between three people. And who are you going to – not even three people. It's actually four people. It's Byron Jones too. You know, they're pretty high on him. So for me, it's like, who pick your poison. Who do you want to piss off? I mean, like we've said in our other cast too – on FYI, make sure you check those out as well. Uh, when it comes to offense, I mean, they don't have too many offensive weapons here. You pee off your number, your quote unquote number one receiver, not paying him, but yeah, you're going to pay your quarterback top tier money. That's going to cause a little bit of a little bit of a ripple. Also, I mean, a problem for the Cowboys is that we saw Dak Prescott when he didn't have a number one, you know, and then he got Mari Cooper, and then look at everything that he did. Yeah, see, I don't, I don't buy into that for the mere fact there was no tape on any of it. 
at all. As we've seen, I know I might not be me, I might be comparing apples and oranges here, but if you really think about it, you think of all of these rookie quarterbacks coming in. Uh, you think of Mahomes. I mean, he had a great year last year. He didn't really play all that much the year before, but this year is really gonna be the year if he is as good as everybody thinks. I mean, a fair I mean, everybody, everybody saw Dak Prescott in the first year too, and in the second year. You know, you can't really say that they don't have tape on him. We no, saw, I'm talking. We have <clears throat> tape on him. No, no, I'm talking about the the tape between the two of them. How how they meshed up with one another. Uh, how it came, like you think of the comparison of like Wentz, Ertz, and Jeffrey. See what I mean? Where playability with each other, I guess the way I'm looking at it, it's different. It okay. took time. It took a little bit of time. I mean, when it comes to the second year, is always the year, whether it's gonna continue or it's gonna struggle. Because now there's 16 plus games, unfortunately, because they made the playoffs, of tape that other teams could use to pick apart that offense. And look, okay, that this is this lineup that they're going to do. This is their formation. This is how they're going to run it. This is how we're going to play it. Beforehand, you're kind of guessing. You weren't 100% sure of, okay, this is what's going to happen. I think a lot of the times that's how we got burnt last year, is we weren't sure how the Cowboys were going to use Mari Cooper. Nobody really knew. We, we knew he had a threat because of what he did in Oakland. But while he was in Oakland, he didn't do jack. Then when you trade him, yeah, it's a new system. It's a new feel. It's a new quarterback. Yada yada yada. Yeah, but I think he also has to get paid for what he just did in Dallas. You know, so he got traded to a new system and acclimated really quickly. So for me, it's like they are going to pick up his uh, fifth year option. I would assume it's going to be almost fourteen million dollars. You know, what are they going to offer him? Fifteen million a year? I don't think they can do that. Not. I mean, it goes back to what I was saying earlier. They still have needs. They did not address too many of those needs in the drafts. No, I mean, they didn't. You have one top-tier receiver. You have an old-ass tight end who hasn't played in a year. You don't have Beasley. You don't have that check down, Mr. Dinkin Dak. And I don't think the new guy coming in from Green Bay is really going to do too much. Beasley was one of those unsung guys that never got the proper due. For yeah, me, he was, he was the Wes Welker, you know? He was I always was I always was worried, but when that fool was on the field, he always found a way. And yeah, it's a perfect it's a perfect example that you gave because it's pretty much what he was. He was that great third down check. Yep. Quick, short, fast when he got the ball, had he had a good yak yardage. I mean, he was a good player, but he never was given his proper due. I think a large part was due because of the fact that he's in Dallas. They want those huge dramatic personalities and plays and all of this to go along with it. But in reality, it's not what wins games. I don't know. What do you, what do you think Amari is going to demand in the open market? Well, when it comes, if it depends on how he does this year. If he has another year that he was like, like he had last year, I wouldn't be surprised if he wants top three to top five money. Man, if he kills it, let me, let me just tell you this right now. If he gets like 1300 yards receiving and 10 plus TDs, he's going to get that top two money. Easy. Yeah. Do I think it'll happen? No, I honestly, I mean, my, my gut's telling me I don't think that they're going to be nearly as good as everybody is saying. And that is not because I am being biased, as you probably have heard from my other pod, our other podcasts. Truthfully, I think he'll, he'll have a decent year. But again, he is the only real target that they have for the deep threat. That's going to get shut down at some point. I think he'll get in and around about a thousand yards. I think TD wise, he'll be up in around 10 to 15 ish. I think that's a good average form. 
Damn, I'm picking him up in the first round of the fantasy draft then. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, I think a lot of that's going to depend. I mean, if he has an average year, if he has another Oakland Raider year, dude ain't going to get paid. That's just incentive for him to, you know, ball out. But also for, let's move on to Zeke. Uh, He needs to, he needs to kind of ball out too, in my opinion, because then he might. I mean, somebody might advise him to do the Le'Veon Bell thing. God, I hope not, man. I mean, I I get why that he did it. I just think it is terrible for the league. I really do. I really think if you're everybody is all about the ownership, the power they have, but in reality, it's next man up, bro. It's literally it's literally gonna be a next man up. If you ain't gonna play, I wouldn't be surprised if Bell comes in last year and just tanks. I would not be surprised when you're out a year like that. You don't have the same intensity in training. It, Elliot is if he's. I just think he's got to keep going with the way that he's going, and then he'll I, get. Look, I understand what you're saying. Okay, I totally, I totally don't disagree with you. I don't agree with you. My thing is that these players have been playing their entire lives in order to get paid. I mean, they started playing when they were five years old. Dudes deserve to get paid agree. because they are a special, special talent. So for me. As far as, you know, I played, I played high school football. I didn't play college. I didn't, I didn't do any of that. But for me, I know that even in high school football, what kind of training that you needed to do. And that was hard, man. You know, mm-hmm. I can't even imagine them trying to train for college football, let alone NFL. So you got to get at least a five-year deal to be generationally rich. I think that was one of the smart things that Bill did. I think that was one of the smart things is he got paid pretty much all up front. With that nice little fat guarantee that he got, right? Which I get, but when I mean, when it comes to Elliot, I think to solidify, well, let's be real, he has to solidify his place in getting paid. But also, this team—I don't care what anybody says—they live and die by the running game. That is what wins them games, right? And which is why I think Zeke needs to get paid before Dak. And for me, I would go—I would go with a very creative uh, cap management strategy that Howie Roseman has done in his tenure as an Eagles GM. But for me, you should pay up front one of these guys. All right. A very large, large, and I mean like 60, you know, 60 plus million upfront signing bonus. And then do one of the pickup fifth year option, maybe on Amari Cooper. And uh, then we can start negotiating with, with uh, either Zeke or Dak. I get it. I get it. I just don't agree with it. I really just don't agree with it. Um, I do not agree with it. You're an Eagles fan. No, no. I don't. I mean, you just I, want to see the Cowboys burn, don't you? <laughs> yes, we all like to see them burn. But <laughs> truth be told, I mean, I just, I, 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 I'm going by the eye test here. Now, when it comes to us, since you brought us up, I believe we're more of a system type of team, not a plug and play. There's a different offense between wins and foals, but it functions the same when zeke is not in the lineup they do not function the same at all we all saw that when it was just Dak's team he couldn't do it he couldn't hang it is what it is the second that zeke came back that's when you saw the quote-unquote true cowboys but see that's what i'm trying to say is that one of these guys needs to get paid first which one is it going to be is it going to be zeke getting a heft payment you know all top heavy instead of back end heavy or is it going to be Dak Prescott and then they're going to try to, you know, just do kind of uh, money, you know, throughout every year for Zeke? 
because Amari Cooper, it's kind of looking like he's going to be the odd man out because he was the one that joined late to the party. Yeah, I honestly, I my, my gut's telling me that there is going to be an odd man out. And when I mean odd man out, I mean out, out, deuces. You yeah. don't. Yeah. And I think it, I think it's going to be Cooper. Yeah, I think I I think it's going to be Cooper as well, just because, you know, he's not a cowboy faithful. Like, he wasn't drafted by them. He's not family. I totally get it. Um, but I, I do feel as though there is something brewing in Dallas right now. And we're just kind of seeing the we're seeing the little snippets of it coming to fruition now. We'll see next year. Hell, we'll see in a couple of months how this is going to end up. I honestly think Wentz's contract is going to be done. Prior to Dax, I have a gut feeling that Howie's going to come up doing a Howie thing and he's going to make a contract extension to him. It's going to get him paid, but it's also going to be team friendly. Yeah, I honestly with Wentz, I think it's going to be a back end type of contract. You know why? Because we have a bunch of players that we want. Well, not only that, but we want to win championships. Eagles want to win championships right now. So if they can do a back end contract, and then kind of work it again to where, okay, we owe you this much money in your back-end contract. We're just going to bundle it up, give it to you as a signing bonus when we want to resign you, and then we can do a front-end contract at that point. You're talking about the fake back-end years? Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful move. Completely within the CBA agreement, but damn, dude. Oh, no, it's, <laughs> it's absolutely genius, which is, you know, I want to segue back to the Cowboys is why aren't they trying to do that? Because they ain't got Howie. But Jerry Jones is a business man. So why isn't he trying to do that? He's not a money ball man. <sighs> that ain't not us. And that ain't, sorry, Cowboy fans out there, we're not talking trash. It just is the truth. But see, that as a football fan makes me angry because we want to see good football. But at the same time, I want to see players paid. Like, and he's been on record saying that he wants to win Super Bowls and that he, there is no price to that. Like, come on, man. He's living in the old days where there was no cap to where you can pay whatever the hell you want for players. Which, you know what? That's why they had their dynasties because they could pay. And they made an amazing deal. An amazing deal when they got, who was it, Emmett Smith, Troy Aikman, and oh, Irving? Charles Haley. Yeah, they got a bunch of people on their defensive on their I mean, defensive line. I mean, they had they had a whole bunch of people that they were paying pretty much nothing. But again, he's living 25 years. He is not living in the now. He really isn't. And that, truthfully, is going to be the end all for this team. Not to mention they have a terrible coach. Yeah, terrible we don't coach. even – we don't even – he's up for contract too, you know, but <laughs> – He's going to keep it in the family. He's going to keep it in the family, man. He ain't going nowhere. All right, so let's go back to Carson. So, yeah, so what do you think about what I said? Do you think it's going to be a back-end loaded contract, or do you think it's going to be a front-end? Because uh, they're uh, not going to spread it out. Well, if they spread it out, they're going to kind of uh, screw themselves as far as trying to sign other people. But that ain't going to happen. It's going to be spread. I think it'll be spread out. I also think they're going to do – I mean, it's hard to say. I mean, considering the injury, that's gonna, that injury bug is going to be with him for a long time. Knowing Howie, he's going to do more escalators, roster bonuses than anything to kind of keep that going. It's not going to be a big cap hit, but at the same time, if he hits those certain milestones, which makes sure that he stays healthy, he'll get paid as well. He'll get a fat. He'll get a. He'll get a nice guarantee. Don't get no, me wrong. I kind of I like that. Like if, if there was a contract to say, hey, at the end of the year, if you 
were fully healthy and you stayed healthy, you get X amount of dollars. Oh, yeah. There is. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. Dude, you could put anything you want in that in those contracts. I mean, think of defensive players. You you have a certain percentage of snaps that you play. You get a bonus. You hit a certain amount of tackles, certain amount of sacks. Bonus. Bonus. Flip side, you go to offense. You have X amount of catches. Bonus. Touchdowns. Bonus. Playing time. Bonus. A lot of this also goes into the compensatory picks as well. Is in order for some of those to kick in, it's playing time base. They got to play a certain amount of time and they got to be on the active roster for a certain amount of time. That all plays into this. I know I mentioned Moneyball earlier. I can't think of the actual term for it, but it all goes under that. I mean, you could just say Moneyball. That's fine. But for all those out there listening to it, just think of what the Red Sox did. The A's. A's. Oakland A's. You know, A's. Uh, Started with A's, went to the Red Sox. Yeah. Same premise. That movie, the movie with Brad Pitt. <laughs> yeah. Got to give credit to it since we mentioned it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the type of game that we're playing. And not a lot of other teams, aside from the Pats, I would say, are utilizing that. They're looking at where does each player, what is their... What's their strength? How can we pivot off of that? And how are we going to finagle the cap to work for us? And that's what we're doing. That's what the Cowboys need to do, but they're way too glam. They want splash. We don't really do a splash. Segwaying back to Wentz, truthfully, I, Dak's going to get a bigger contract. I, don't, I think that's going to be hands down the deal. Now, who's going to have more rings at the end of this deal? Bias aside, we will. Hell, we already one up on him now. That's well, the truth. They do have... In their history, like what six or five? Okay, don't don't be a typical cowboy fan and talk twenty something years ago, bro, or even longer. <laughs> We're talking about here and the now. I mean, let's just let's look at this somewhat recent. Just start go back into the 2000, 19 years ago. It's definitely a different league. Go back nine years. Same thing. We still have the way that we have structured our team, minus the Chip Kelly years. Yeah, have- you know what I wish we could do? I wish we could put like a, a Chip Kelly and like. Boats burning in the background or something for our for our back <laughs> for our backdrop. Oh, <laughs> uh, that'd be pretty funny. Hey, maybe we can. You never know. Since you brought up Wentz, I mean, you got you have to look at this at the same type of thing that we were with Dak. What's going on around him? I mean, you got Jeffrey coming up, two three years. He's coming up on his, so we don't really got to worry about him getting paid almost twelve million a year. Got a decent little signing of one point two. He has his option. See, there's another part of that little money ball deal where he has 1.7 coming in. So uh, it's all it's all team option is what it is. Now, the kicker is going to be Nelson Aguilar. I think Uh, I think everybody in the Eagles circle and as far as fans go, I think we all kind of realize that Nelly is gone. We drafted a receiver. You know, we picked up Deshaun back and he's good for another three years. I think he's gone. You know, I, I agree, but I think it's going to look a lot like this. This reminds me of when we won the Super Bowl, where we had a, in Torrey Smith, we had Jeffrey, which is our route runner, and then who had an amazing year? Aguilar. That, I think, is what is going to happen this year, is this is his year to shine. This is his contract year. Go make your money, dude. Go make your money. I would love to have you back. Actually, I've been one of those haters on him because he's had up and down years. Really good? Had one really bad year. And it was basically, what was it, his second year or something like that, where he had an insane amount of drop balls. And then he just kind of balled out after that. 
Yeah, because Peterson took over. <laughs> That's why. Yeah, 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 you're right, you're right. <laughs> Peterson took over and basically said, you got to stop that boy. But, yeah, but one thing you can say when it comes to him is he has shown amazing growth as a player, as a person. He has definitely shown himself. Now, again, we might be talking about this next year when it comes to, do we re-sign him if he had a great year? How much time did White Whiteside have? How did the other play? How did Jackson do? I think that's going to be another factor, too. How is Jeffrey doing at that point in time? You want to know what my gut feeling is? Because right now he is um, almost $10 million to the cap. My gut feeling is that he's traded by week six. Oh, that's a bold statement, man. That's my gut feeling. I, I don't. I really don't see that one happening. I won't agree with it. I think I like Nelson Aguilar. You know this. I yes. I, I won't agree with that at all. But that's my gut feeling on it because it's just a smart move. I think if that would have happened, it would have happened either pre or post draft. I don't. I really don't see. I just don't see that happening right now. He's too valuable in the slot. I mean, Jackson's the speed guy. He'll be the number one. Your number two is obviously going to be Jeffrey. Who is really going to keep up with Aguilar once he gets his hands on the ball? There's really, a, you're, I mean, we've talked about this other podcast as well. Our main weak spot is middle of the field. Now, I mean, this kind of does bring up the Cowboys, considering Cowboys do have one of the best linebacking cores in the league, but we will beat them over top easily. Yeah. Anyways, I'm segueing way too far. My bad. But with I don't see Aguilar being traded. We don't have anybody who to take a spot right now. Yes, we have Matt Collins. Matt Collins is not a slot guy. He could He's, be though. Yeah, I don't think he has the speed. He could be. He could be the number two to where Jackson is playing in the slot. That is possible. But Hollins is also coming off of a quote unquote freak injury that kept him out all of last year. Yeah, but they are pretty high on him. Every time they talk about that kid, man, they're like, "Yeah, he's good." Yes. Our buddy DJ, he's a he's an avid Eagles fan. He he raves about him because he watched him at North Carolina. He's good. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I liked when he played during our Super Bowl run. He showed flash flashes of greatness. But what with whatever happened to him last year, it initially was it's just okay. He's going to be out for preseason. Then all of a sudden he's out game one, game two. All of a sudden in like week five or six, IR. What the hell, man? This is just supposed to be a growing injury. What What did you do? But nothing. It's all good because we didn't really need him at that moment. So that's fine. You know? I get it. No, I get it. It just makes you kind of wonder what the hell is going on with that. But anyways, the one, one part of this we didn't actually bring up is Howard. Yep. How is Howard going to play in all of this miss? This basically is a one-year prove-it deal. It's which a prove-it is, deal. Which is perfect for the eagles you know oh, yeah. right now it's a two million it's a two million cap hit and it's just for this year there's no dead money i mean it's just it's such a perfect deal for actually both of them because he could show what he can do on a championship type team and then the eagles can get one of the best runners in the last three years yeah he was no it was no slouch in chicago man Tariq cohen just Freaking came out of nowhere and just blew the water out. I really don't water. like Tariq Cohen. I have no idea why he was starting over Jordan Howard. My thing is that Jordan Howard was leading the league in rushing over Zeke in his first two years, mm-hmm. and yet he just gets benched basically for for Tariq Cohen. And that's why I said. That's why I said earlier. This is a prove it year. You have all these doubters. You had all these doubters last year when Cohen came in. 
Now is your opportunity. You are the number one. Go make your money. No guarantee you're going to be back next year. If you sh- if you showed what Ajahi did, if J- Ajahi wouldn't have gotten hurt last year. Oh, he would have got paid. We, we also would have resigned him. Oh, yeah, easy. Easily. I mean, it's sad that he hasn't signed at this point, but it's the same type of situation. He can go and get paid, and if he does well, we're going to see how Sanders does. But who is waiting in the background? Adams. What a great position for Adams to be in and to learn. Dude, yeah, definitely. He has a lot of potential. I mean, we saw that. He just got he has to put on some weight, you know, mm-hmm. and he's gonna be he's gonna be LeGarrette Blood. Hands. He's gotta work on those hands. Those nah, they won't use him. They won't use him in the past game. That's all that's all uh Sanders. No, 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 I'm talking about the fumbles he had. There are some fumbles I'm like, bro, come on, man. You can't do that. You I mean, can't that do that. That was his rookie year, man. You know? No, I get it. No, I get it. I get it. I mean, the bright the lights are a little too bright for him. But this this whole situation for Adams, I honestly think it's great for him to be behind a back that has shown how good you can be. And then Sanders there too. I mean, truthfully, if everything pans out well, we will have one of the best backfields as long as it if it works out well. I mean, just imagine having a three-headed horse. Well, let's be real here. If everything works out well for the Cowboys, they're going to have a hellacious offense. I mean, in a good way or a bad way? A good way. Yeah, and what does what the uh, the great Stephen A. always say? An accident waiting to happen? <laughs> and that's what's going to happen. I mean, that is, honestly, I'm trying to keep the bias aside, but there's a reason why there's a song out there called An Accident Waiting to Happen. And damn, does it have a lot of views. <laughs> Anyways, on that note. And that concludes today's episode of To Pay or Not to Pay. Let us know what you guys think. Send us an email. Shoot us a line. And if there's any other topics that you guys want to talk about, cover, come on, hit us up. Let us know. Have a good one.